a weekly podcast for summer camp professionals, hosted by Kurt Jackson and Chris Callow. Now it's time for another entertaining episode, exploring the fantastical world of summer camp programming. Welcome back to the Scamp Life podcast, the programming side, the Lovely voice you're hearing right now is Chris Callow. Really, though? The irritating voice you'll be hearing in the background there. That is Kurt Jackson. You're going to be hearing a third voice on today's podcast. We have Miss Whitney Mueller with, I hope I said your last name right. Yes. Yes, you did. She is joining us today. Uh, We we haven't done an, an interview for a while, Kurt. No, it's been a while. We were doing a good amount of them, but then, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think all... 2023 it was just us no, right not one yeah so sorry sorry, back into sorry listeners <laughs> you had to hear just if our it, voices just us yeah and so whitney is with academic entertainment.com and we decided you know what with camps a lot of camps will have special guests come in and it's kind of a big deal for the kids, you know, they it's not the same old staff and they get this special entertainment coming in. And we thought, well, let's have Whitney on to talk about what kind of entertainers can come to a camp and how the whole process goes. Because I know with, with the camps that I've directed, we didn't do this. Like we had a survivor, a cast member come on one time. And uh, no, I will say, actually, we're in the Bay Area. We did have a Jack Sparrow kind of comedy thing come in, and he was really good. The kids loved it, but the staff loved it, too. They were all about it. So we thought we'd have uh, Whitney on to talk more about that and what the whole process is, especially if you're a camp that has never had guests come in and what you need to kind of prepare for that. So with that, Whitney, let's have you kind of introduce yourself and give us your spiel, I guess, your elevator pitch, if you will. I would love to. Thank you so much. My name is Whitney Mueller. I am the director of academic entertainment. We like to call ourselves the nation's premier provider for in-person and virtual uh, school assemblies and summer camp entertainment. Um, Academic entertainment started as a small, single woman family business in the 1990s. Um, My mom, Gina, actually started this company. She had a plywood desk and a California public schools directory and a fax machine. And she was a single mom of three girls and gave herself two weeks to make it. And she represented one artist in, in L.A., and, and within two weeks, she had it going. And we've grown since then. We now represent more than 30 individual artists. I've been with academic entertainment full-time since 2015. I do remember, you know, being like fifth grade, five years old or whatever, and just sticking like stickers and mailing labels and stuff on brochures. So I've been a part of the business for a long time. And I think that's one way that we can resonate with some camp directors is that we're like them. We're a small family business. We're entrepreneurs. So we kind of understand that piece of where they're coming from. And then with our experience working with 
public schools and private schools and organizations of all types, I think that gives us, like I said, a lot of experience and we've done a lot of entertainment for lots of different types of youth serving organizations. Mm -hmm. So we know what kids like, we know what staff and faculty like. And we've served a lot of different types of camps over the years. So sleepaway camps, day camps, YMCAs, private camps, even schools will have some schools, especially private schools will have like summer Mm -hmm. day programs and things like that. So we we've got started with one and we've grown to where we are today. Nice family business. Yeah, love that. Very much. I actually work with my dad as well. My dad, Brad Mueller, is our like scheduling director. He's kind of like our front line. And he and my mom divorced when I think it was like 90, 92. Mm-hmm. Um, but they remained friends. And he started working for her full time in 2005. And so over, you know, the last 20, 30 years, we've seen a lot and we have a lot of experience and expertise in what's going to be good and what's going to be entertaining. And something that we've always stood by is promoting education through top quality entertainment. So we're only representing the best entertainers, professionals that have been doing it for years, decades. So you're not going to get, you know, some (laughs) random guy that just started, right? Um, it's yeah, that's something that I think also sets us apart is we only represent the best. We believe in making learning fun. And the other thing that's fantastic is summer camps are not always looking for learning. They just mm-hmm. want something fun. And we have programs that fit that bill. One of our most popular programs nationwide, because we have several entertainers around the country, is called the Laugh Factory Comedy Magic Show. So it's a local magician that has their unique take on a magic show, comedy show that's fun, that's funny, that can give the campers a break. If you're doing a science camp, you might want a science show and the wacky science show is something that's pretty popular because we also have entertainers around the country that can do that program a lot of yeah and a lot of our entertainers are based on the east coast but we do have several based in other parts of the country california texas washington state it's it's all over most yeah most of our presenters will travel all dep- most of them will travel. It's just if your camp can pay that travel cost. Gotcha. Obviously, you probably have a ton in Indiana, right? I'm sure there's. We several. do have some close. <laughs> you know what's great is you're not necessarily like you think. Oh, if we're in Indiana, but you like you said, you're next to Ohio, and Ohio's next to this, and you know it's not that far. It's just a matter matter of you know driving, or if it's more than eight hours drive, it'll be flying and it'll get a little bit more expensive, but. Most all of our artists would be willing to come to Indiana or New Mexico. Well, anyone would come to Indiana. You talked about you started in fifth grade. Is that what you said? Started. Oh, man. My mom, she incorporated the business in 1997. So that was probably third or fourth grade ish when she started. She did not have a computer. She had a fax machine. She's the personification of like grit and perseverance and persistence. 
And, you know, eventually she got a computer, eventually she got a website, <laughs> eventually she got an email address. And back in the day before we had websites and email, there was a lot of mail. So we'd she'd mm-hmm. print out a brochure every year. I would mm-hmm. stick mailing labels and stamps on it and she'd pay me five bucks an hour to just nice. pump those nice. out. That was more than I was getting back then. Uh, yeah. Mm. I make now, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask it. I say, if you were an entertainer or if you were doing some office work, I I am on the office side, so we leave the entertaining to the professionals, (laughs) and that's one of the benefits of working with an agency is you know you're getting somebody good. And then on the entertainer side, they don't have to worry about billing, about collections, about scheduling. They just give us their calendar and we plug in what works and everything. And then they get to focus on their art and their creativity and what they put out. And a lot, all of our people love what they do. Mm -hmm. Some of them could probably be making more money doing other things, but they love serving youth and motivating and inspiring kids to be better or to like math or to like reading. And because they know it leads to rewards and success later in life. Yeah. Entertainment is not easy to kind of get into, but you said you were in like a lot of different parts of the country are there any states you're like yeah we don't go there like i'm in florida we'll go we have an entertainer in florida that does our laugh factory and our wacky science show we'll go anywhere yeah but you'll pay less it's the travel yeah you gotta pay for the travel right if you choose an entertainer that lives close to you sure east coast New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, also very popular for summer camp markets. Mm-hmm. That's where most of our entertainers live. Some of our most popular entertainers, school year or summer wise, um, the, probably the number one is Corey the Dribbler. Corey <laughs> is a former Harlem Globetrotter. He I thought it was eight. like drooling. I'm like, I could do that. Oh, the right, dribbler. Right. <laughs> Basketball <laughs> dribbler. Yeah. There goes my one talent. Yeah. So he's got like eight Guinness records because he can dribble six basketballs at once. Wow. And, you know, so all different kinds of camps really like him because he also tells his story of what Mm -hmm. he had to do to be a Harlem Globetrotter, which was have respect, have a good education, be a good person and things like that. So he'll establish credibility with his, with the kids, the campers by showing them his cool tricks. And he's like, okay, I'll show Mm -hmm. you some more cool tricks. If you listen to my story, you know, so it's kind Mm -hmm. of a, a back and forth and all of our programs include audience participation interactivity. So there's some games that he plays with the kids, a couple other popular programs on the East coast, but we'll also travel is our unique game show and our ultimate human board game, Mm. unique game show, trivia style, quiz questions and answers. There's buzzers. We have a show host. The camp is divided into four teams. They're competing against each other to answer questions. There's fun challenges mixed in like the mummy rap or the silly dance the human board game is the counter to that where it's not trivia style questions it's just team building challenge activities which are Mm. really popular for summer camps and i know that 
some camps do like color wars. And mm -hmm. so you could wear your team color, you get points for participation and having good sportsmanship and team spirit and things like that. So that first one you were talking about was like double dare. The old it double is. dare. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. It's a lot like a TV style Nickelodeon game show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Fun. Definitely. Always wanted to be on that show. Me too. Wanted to be on, what was the? That's the slime one, isn't it? Double dare, you got yeah. slimed? Yeah. Slime. What was the one where you would race the temple? Oh. One? I always thought that was a cool one. The temple that run. That was cool. Yeah. Yes. Like <laughs> Something like yes. that. Awesome. Lots so of fun. I saw you have a couple, I, there's at least one called virtual music technology. So is that one virtual? So it can really be in anywhere in the world. Correct. Or? Correct. Virtual music technology with Brent Daniels is the best summer entertainment. It's the best show ever. The best show in the entire world. My mom started her business representing Brent when he was a musician in LA he's been around forever. He's incredibly talented music producer, composer, sound designer. What he has done, what his career has evolved to over the last 20 plus years is he's now a full-time trailer music producer. So anytime you see an advertisement mm. for a movie trailer or a video game, there's music behind it and he composes that music. So some of his most popular trailers, Wrinkle in Time, Hawkeye, Black Panther, those movie trailers have his music behind them. Oh, he cool. actually, one of his trailers was placed during the Super Bowl. Hey. So what he does with his virtual music technology assembly is he shows kids how they can produce music like him with the tools and technology that they already have available, like on their iPad or their phone, mm -hmm. they have GarageBand apps or on a Samsung, you can get other apps and he'll show them how they can do that too. It's a lot of fun. He will ask for audience members to come up to the mic. He'll sample their voice. So ask them to answer a question and then he records their sound <laughs> bite. Mm -hmm. He'll show them how it can be manipulated, higher, lower, faster, slower. And then he'll take several sound samples, stitch them together. By the end of the show, there's a unique song that the kids have put together and everyone's up and moving and they absolutely love it. Nah. It's the type of, you can't get this kind of content any, anywhere. Like you just, you can't get it. And because... There's two reasons why it's virtual only. Number one is because Brent is a full-time trailer music producer. He can't spend hours driving on the road and visiting students. He loves visiting mm -hmm. students. He loves inspiring kids and his personality, it cannot be replicated. He's just an amazing human the way and the rapport he develops with the kids is so unique and they have so much fun with him. And then the other reason it's virtual only is, you know, when he was doing it in person, he'd bring his keyboard into the gym. Um, and, you know, the kids would come up, submit their sound sample. It was great, but you couldn't see what he was doing on his keyboard. You couldn't see the technology that he was using. He couldn't use a drum synthesizer. You know, there was a lot of different stuff that he couldn't I can't do. even imagine what, she, what he'd have to carry around with him just to get 
exactly exactly and so the virtual show is better because with you know three different cameras the kids can see what he's doing it's amazing and our schools or camps are they still doing kind of are they hiring um, for that so of course the virtual assemblies came out of covid it came Mm -hmm. out of a need Mm -hmm. however he was always looking for ways to make his program the best it could be. And fortunately, we found a way to do it. It's unfortunate that people right now don't want virtual. Mm -hmm. They don't care if a show sucks. They just want it in person. They're kind of burned out of the virtual. It's too bad. You know, it's too bad. It really is. I think it's an antiquated, I think it's an antiquated view. It's like, it's being like a sourpuss. You know what I mean? Because, you know, these older generation, Mm -hmm. they think they're sick of, yeah, they think they're sick of technology, but kids aren't. Kids are on their devices. It's normal for them. And this is like being able to meet and talk to and interact with your favorite YouTube host. Like you can't, it's, you can't do it, but you get to do it with virtual music technology. It's a pendulum. I mean, everything has, it's like, it just swung so far to one side and now, you know, everybody's like, oh, virtual. So it's swung. It'll come back. It'll come back. But with that kind of program, obviously you got the cameras, you got, you can see everything. It's obviously better that way. And I think it depends on the, you know, the entertainment or the entertainer. Sure. As far, you know, so it's, it'll come back for sure. 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 I I firmly believe that. And with like Facebook and the metaverse and like, we're going to be used to going to virtual concerts. Like we're going to be used to playing sports virtually. Like, and it's like, just because you can't go to the Super Bowl doesn't mean you're not going to watch the game live, but this way Mm -hmm. you're actually playing the Mm -hmm. game. Well, that's so, a good that's a good point because I'd rather watch football on TV because you get to see everything. Mm-hmm. If you go to a live game, yeah, there's the energy, but you're like, what happened down there? Well, what, what's going on? You don't get to, and you don't get to see the replays and everything else. So that's a good that, example of how it's better on screen to see something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That and yellow first down line isn't really there in real life. I don't know why. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the other benefits are like you pointed out is it makes the the programming accessible to anybody anywhere. Right. Right. Awesome. Exactly. Awesome. So now what give us kind of a range of what's offered for summer camp specifically. Uh, I mean, you've mentioned a couple of things here and there, but like what all do you offer? If you go to our website, academicentertainment.com, there is, you click on summer camps, there's a page dedicated to summer camp entertainment. There's certainly programs that are more popular, but any of our programs listed is available to camps. Pricing and availability is dependent upon geography, Mm -hmm. Um, but there are a number of uh, options. So we talked about science, magic, game show board game we represent a bmx team that has Mm. several teams throughout the country there's i mentioned Corey the dribbler we've got several magicians that have a couple of different kinds of programs like health and fitness and math and reading so there's a really good variety cartoon illustrator that's awesome we have two mark kissler his program is called dare to draw Mark was the host of PBS's Imagination Station 
in the 80s. He just released a film called The Secret Cities of Mark Kistler, which is his story. His program is fantastic. He is fantastic. He is just bubbly personality, a lot of fun. So he'll show the kids how to draw in 3D, but it's also a message of um, you can use the power of your imagination to make your dreams come true too. Yeah. So there's hands-on learning. It's a lot of fun. That's another one where, you know, you could have Mark in person, but because he's projecting what he's drawing, it's okay to have him virtually as well. It's still live. It's still interactive. It's still a mm -hmm. lot of fun. And every kid has the best seat in the house when, you know, mm -hmm. you run it when you run it that way. We just recently started working with Joe Waz. He has several Emmy Awards. He is currently syndicated on Pittsburgh PBS and is starting Los Angeles soon. And he's kind of like a storyteller. So he'll draw several like 20, 40 drawings while he's telling stories. His program's called Once Upon a Tune. That's another one that could be in person or virtual and lots of fun. So summer art camps, summer music camps, all kinds of different camps can benefit from having outside entertainment brought in. Nice. Do you see more day camps or overnight, or is there any difference between day and overnight that you see? Or I don't know. I don't know. I <laughs> one one thing I ran into recently is I think there's a misconception that because we work with schools during the school year, we don't know anything mm -hmm. about working with summer camps. Well, a show's a show. You know, the same rules apply no matter where you're having it or who's hosting it. And I I don't know the number of day camps versus overnight camps that we work with. I would guess it's in proportion with what that percentage is with just how many of those each exist. Hmm. I, I mean, right. I could see this would go over well at both day and yeah, overnight. For sure. No question. There's one camp in New Hampshire that has our unique game show every single year on the 4th hmm. of July. They have it at like eight o'clock and nine o'clock at night. And it's just this. It's, it's cool. just become a part of their tradition mm -hmm. that they do at camp. And I think that's what's neat is camps are all about the tradition and coming together and shared experiences and kind of building ties. And that's kind of what our programs can help facilitate. So with that yeah. camp in New Hampshire, since they always yeah. do it on, you said the 4th of July, is there, has there ever been a time where maybe the entertainer can't make it or has to change up somehow? Like, is there a backup? In this business, that's the hardest part is mm -hmm. dealing with weather and dealing with yeah. sickness. And so what we always do, number one, is we require an indoor backup plan in the event of inclement weather. We don't schedule rain dates. If we scheduled rain dates, you know, we'd have our whole calendar full, but we would only get paid for half of it, you know? Mm -hmm. So we don't schedule rain dates. You need to have an indoor backup plan. And, you know, illnesses happen, weather yeah. happens. There's stuff that we can't control. If something like that happens, we notify the venue immediately, hey, we're not coming, we could reschedule. Today, I'm dealing with an entertainer that has COVID and has asked the school to reschedule. And there's also potential like huge torrential rains in Pennsylvania right now. And so we're looking at mm. preemptively rescheduling from tomorrow to Wednesday. Oh, wow. So it happens. 
you know, yeah. it ha- and it's just like if a camp had a field trip planned and then mm-hmm. it's raining and now they have to have a plan B. Yeah, yeah. So of all the entertainers that you have, if you had kids that were at a camp, what would you like get this one? Like well, this would be my favorite. I'm biased. Virtual yeah. music technology is my favorite. It always has been, always will be. <laughs> And it's hard, it's really hard to pick a favorite. We have also have a couple of programs that are dance based. And we also recently brought on several female artists that, you know, do dance and music, motivation, stuff like that. It would be really hard if it would depend on what the objective was. Corey the Dribbler is awesome. You can't go wrong. Fun, funny comedy magic. You really can't pick a bad one (laughs) right (laughs) and it is hard for me to pick just one that's fair and that's kind of what's beneficial about working with us is you can tell us hey i'm looking for this or i have this theme or i have this event going on and so we can kind of help you you know make a good recommendation based on Mm -hmm. what your specific needs are what you're trying to achieve you know from your perspective as the camp sure is there one that seems to be pretty popular that gets picked a lot Corey the Dribbler. He's our number one. I wish I had 10 Corys, but he cannot be cloned. <laughs> Wacky Science and Laugh Factory are very popular. BMX Bike Team is popular. Human Board Game and Unique Game Show are very popular for summer camps yeah. also. I say, I'm th- as a camp, I'm like, ooh, that game show one. That yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, something that camps can do to reduce the travel costs is work together. So if you know a couple of camps within an hour, Mm. two, three hours of you, you can work together to say, okay, I'll have the game show this day. This guy will have it, you know, this camp, my neighbor camp will have it the next day. And that can, then you can kind of share the travel costs and it makes it a lot more affordable. If we could send an entertainer to an area for a whole week and have five different camps or 10 different camps, then you would pay the local rate because the travel costs would be covered by everybody. You know, yeah, that's a good together. idea. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good idea. Are the staff ever included in this? Do they have like, uh, oh, we love when this comes because we're part of it? Yes, lots of the programs will have audience participation. Campers mm-hmm. love when their favorite counselor is picked. So with Corey the Dribbler's show, for example, he does a couple of games with the camp, and he'll pit. He'll say, okay, which counselor should I pick to do this game with us? With the game show and the board game, we need, because the entire camp is broken up into teams, we Mm -hmm. need staff to be the team captains of each of those teams to kind of help rotate the groups through the different activities or the answer questions. Yeah, that makes sense. I I know they're all different, depends on where you live too, but what's kind of the typical or maybe a base price for some of these shows? Great question. So if it's local, local rate Mm -hmm. within two to three hour radius, $12.95 $12.95 for a single 45-minute show. And that is usually for a program that can service all ages, you know, school talk grades K to 12. There are some programs that need to be broken up into a younger group and an older group. Dare mm-hmm. to Draw with Mark Kistler is one example because the kids can't draw. You know, the little kids can't draw mm-hmm. as well as the big kids. Yeah. Similar, we also represent a gentleman um, named John Collins that is a world record holder for paper airplane distance. 
saw that one. And his program is also, we need to have a separate show for the younger kids because they can't do, they can't fold the world record paper airplane. It's just hmm. too hard, but they can still have interesting. fun. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> and are, is there like a back page with bargain, you yes. know? So, the... <laughs> so I, we're always willing to negotiate. The hardest part is when folks see pricing because we're not the cheapest out there. Sure. You know, it's not going to be $500 and you get what you pay for. So mm -hmm. we're always willing to negotiate. Some entertainers are more willing to negotiate. Mm -hmm. If you just let us know where you're at, we will try to make it work. There's also a lot of different organizations that have multiple camp locations. And so if I know you're going to schedule like 10, 30 shows, mm -hmm. I'm willing to come down on the price per show. And, you know, maybe you wanted to have something, but they're so expensive because they're out of area. I encourage you to have an open mind, be willing to try to make something work and mm -hmm. see, you know, how we can make it work based on your price and what you can do with your budget. Yeah. I think about it because the places I've worked mostly nonprofit or boys and girls clubs, that kind of thing that wouldn't be able to necessarily afford this. Exactly. But you've given some good ideas for like negotiation or get together with other camps, camps and work it out that way. So no, that's good. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Absolutely. The highest price is that's like $3,600 because that includes travel. Right. Um, includes travel, but you get two shows, you know, back to back a younger group older mm. camp group for that. So that's kind of the range that we're yeah. looking at mostly. Cool. And then, so you talked about the entertainers, the traveling. So as far as a camp preparing for an entertainer to come in, are there certain steps they should go through or like, should there be, Hey, this is our contact meet them out there. Or yes. when you come in the office, you know, that kind of thing. Here's where you're part. Absolutely. On our website, academicentertainment.com, we have a blog. I've written a couple blog posts about how to successfully plan for an assembly, how to successfully prepare like a assembly planning checklist, camp assembly. You know, pick the date, pick the time. We will email you an invoice. You want to double check your invoice, make sure that what you booked and the price and the times are entertainers as our expectation is they will reach out to you via email and or phone call the week or two prior to when they're supposed to be at your camp. They will tell you what time they will be there. Most will arrive an hour before the first show. Most shows need 45 minutes, 30, 45 minutes to set up. All of our programs have an individual webpage so you can see what their needs are. If you click on the data mm -hmm. sheet tab, some need just a table, some need access to power, some need access mm. to your sound system or several tables or whatever. Um, right. So they, they might have some specific needs specific to your venue. Definitely designate an on-site contact who the entertainer can have their phone, email, and be in touch with them, meet them at the office, meet them wherever. Critical to have a parking spot for your entertainer so that they can load in, load out, all that kind of stuff. Um, so those are a couple of best practices. And we talked a little bit about having an indoor backup plan in the event of inclement weather, if you're going to have it outside. I think a lot of camps want to do stuff outside, but some programs just aren't well suited for outdoors. Right. Um, yeah. And and so being open-minded to that 
and being okay with, okay, well, we'll do this activity inside. The kids are still moving. You know, it's still going to be a good time. How long did you say a typical program was? 45 minutes? 45 minutes. My number one frequently asked question, how long is the show? Most Mm. shows are around 45 minutes. So when you take setup time and break down, you're talking a few hours, really, yeah. that the entertainer is there. Yeah. Two yeah. To three. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Two to three hours. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely uh, uh, link to the blog post that you were oh, talking yeah. about on our show yes. notes. Yep. Yeah. I was just going through and looking at it. <laughs> yeah. That's Are there some things camp should not do? Like maybe you've seen some, oh, this is a no camp. That's a no. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I've been trying to think of like what they shouldn't do, not have an indoor backup plan, not be (laughs) open-minded. Something else that we ask for, you know, the money side, we do ask for a reservation fee, like a deposit Mm -hmm. within 30 days of when you schedule and then your remaining balance after the show. Um, Always good to pay the reservation fee if you can. And yeah, I mean, I think the big thing is just not like if you have an idea of something and you want it to happen it may not be able to happen but we Mm -hmm. might be able to do something as good or different that's still good and so if you have this you know don't be closed-minded be open to possibilities and how things can fit in and all that do the entertainers like they want to be introduced do they want to be introduced in a certain way? It's not like, okay, go over there and just Great start question. the program. Yeah. Every venue is different. I think a lot of folks like to introduce, you know, hey, right. you know, they're used to gathering the kids already. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, today is our special guest. I'll welcome Corey the dribbler, you know, right. Corey will come down and do his thing. But if you tell an entertainer, I don't have an introduction for you, just go do your thing. They'll be fine. They've done this before. They're professionals. They can handle it. Don't put Corey on the grass. He needs asphalt to dribble. Yes. Yeah. Or a hard surface. Or a hard surface. Right. Right. Yeah. Hard surface. And, you know, with like the BMX show, they can't do grass. They can't do gravel. Mm -hmm. It has to be like asphalt, no huge cracks or potholes and stuff like that. So check the space requirements. Yeah. Know where your venue is, what the requirements are, and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I was thinking too, you probably don't want camps to procrastinate. Do you guys fill up pretty fast yes. in the summer? Yeah, that's the big thing. Mm. And that's kind of the other thing with, you know, not being closed-minded is everybody wants the last Friday in July. Well, mm-hmm. some, you know, we're all booked. Either get your date early or be open to doing it Thursday or Wednesday or whatever and being open to other times. And a lot of camps do like weekly themes. And so they might want a specific show for this week, but they're not available, you know, being flexible, but it is important to schedule early if the date you want is not at all flexible. And usually around this time of year, February, March, is when we kind of start seeing camps getting interested in talking about what they're going to be doing for programming for this summer. Right. Do you guys ever go to camp conference expos or anything? Do you ever do a booth or anything like that? We, so the tri-state camp conference on Mm -hmm. the East coast is kind of a big deal. Our unique game show and ultimate human board game are always there. That's the middle of the month next month. He's done that for years and you know, he lives there. So it's not like a huge travel hotel, whatever. So he's always there and he'll just send anyone he talks to, he'll send them to us and then we will follow up and reach out. Oh, very cool. Okay. And 
actually, I do have something that camps should not do. <laughs> Don't go around us and contact the entertainer directly mm -hmm. thinking. Oh, good one. Price. Because the entertainers will send the lead right back to us. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to get a better price. <laughs> like, and it just raised, yeah. we just raised your price now. Right? Yeah. So don't go around thinking, oh, if I just reach out to Brian on my own, he'll cut me a deal. No, they send it, they'll send it back to us. They have us for a reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that's something camps shouldn't do. But, and then there's one. a couple of like parent teacher conferences on Long Island this spring that will send our camps to, or our entertainers to mm -hmm. because they live there or they're going to be there. If it makes sense for us, we will. Uh, all right, cool. So you've been doing this for decades, really. Yes. Give us one crazy story of something that's happened at a camp or a school or anything. Yeah. The tea. <laughs> so usually crazy things are like our worst professional nightmares. <laughs> like, sure, sure. <laughs> but we used to represent a hot air balloon group. And I oh, think wow. they were able somehow to work it out so that the balloon was able to like land at the camp as the finale of the color war. And I okay. think that that was pretty crazy because that's really hard to do. Mm. It's yeah. really hard to drive a hot air balloon, even if you're a very good pilot. I, I've taken a hot air uh, ride and the, the pilot's like, yeah, we're probably going to land over there, but that's why we have the truck just following us because we're not really <laughs> sure, but I'll try to get into a certain field. It's not going to be exactly. where we started though, but yeah. Exactly. So I think that was kind of crazy, kind of cool. Be awesome. Yeah. That's, That's funny. So I keep getting lost on your website. I'm all over it now. But it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. You have a ton of awesome stuff. Like it's Thank just me. So what did we not ask you that we should have asked? I mean, we talked about most everything. Anything so that I... you want the camps to know? Anything you want to add? The first step is to go to our website, mm -hmm. academicentertainment.com. There's a place to request information. When you put in where you're located, we will send you everything we have that's available. Cool. That's a great place to start. You can always call us. You can email us info at academicentertainment.com or give us a call on our 800 number, 800-883-9883. We're nice. real people. We're here to answer questions. <laughs> and, you know, we're like you. We're parents. We're youth serving. We're volunteers. And we only want the best for your campers just like you. And we would love to work with you. It's a real honor and privilege to be considered. Nice. We'll have all that stuff on the show notes. Uh, when you said we represent, I was so hoping you would say the Lollipop Guild, but <laughs> you did not say it. So I was like, I want them. I did see they don't have Mr. Beast, but they do have Mr. Peace. Mr. Peace. Mr. Peace. Mr. Peace is really cool. I could talk about any of our artists <laughs> because they're all awesome. Mr. Peace is, is one of our newer artists. We, we brought on a whole bunch of new artists this year. And Mr. Peace cool. is one of them. He's based in Detroit. He used to be like a big corporate guy. I like to think of him as like, um, he's kind of like Eminem, you know, but he's not like hard and scary and weird. <laughs> he's really heartfelt. Like he, he connects with kids on sensitive subjects. 
and that you know they like his music but it's like he'll see he sees kids and kids just want to be seen they just want to be heard they just want to be understood so he really connects at the heart with youth and you know Hmm. deals with sensitive topics anti-bullying suicide prevention mental health things like that and gets you know really into them you kind of always think of like what's like a motive motivational speakers right like Mm -hmm. tony robbins and so we have several types of like youth motivational speakers that could be good for camps. Um, Chris Tyler, Corey the Dribbler is one. I've talked about Corey a lot. We also represent someone based in Nashville named Chris Tyler. His program is called Zonda Dance. His nickname is Zonda Flex. And he does hip hop dance. So he'll get the kids like up and moving and excited and learning dance moves. But he's also putting in and integrating stories about student success principles like perseverance, growth mindset, things like that. So there's there's a lot of different ways to inspire campers. So really good if you've got like a Girl Scout camp or a Boy Scout camp and you want you need like a really good keynote speaker. Mm -hmm. there's, There's a lot of opportunities for that with us as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. The, do you ever, so you approach people or do they send in, they're like, we want to be represented by you. We get a lot of requests and we're very picky about. I was going to say, are there some like ones you're like, are you kidding? Yes, there are. And I have my rejection letter hanging up. Yeah. If we think it's going to be boring or run of the mill, like, Mm -hmm. or if you've never done anything before, we might be like, Hey, go do a couple free shows and get yourself together and then come back. It's right. You know, and, and, but we did seek out specific entertainers this last year. We saw a Mm. void, you know, Corey, the dribbler was sold out in during the school year last year and so i was like we need more youth motivational speakers you know and we need more girls we need more people that do dance we need more people that do music math is really popular right now so we have a couple of our existing entertainers developing math shows but we also were looking to add on new ones and we definitely sought out additional female artists do you think about like diversity when you do that do you yes Cultural diversity, right. you know, gender diversity, yeah. all that kind of, and diversity of topic and content. Yeah. So absolutely. And I'm like, okay, we need, we do need more people of color. We do need more girls, you know, doing programs and inspiring the next generation. I think it's very helpful for youth to see people that look like them. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. That's awesome. Wow. Anything else, Chris? No, I, it's, I'm going to be lost on the website here for a while. So you can just keep <laughs> Awesome. Well, fill out the form, Chris, and yeah, we'll send you everything right. we've got. That's, that's right. right, Chris. Put Very together cool. a grant. Yeah. I'm sure you can find <laughs> a grant to again. do that. Yeah, no, that's very cool. Awesome. Well, Winnie, thank you so much thank for you. being here. It's information that I didn't even know that I needed. Like when I asked you questions, I wasn't, you know, I didn't know what to expect with the answers, but some of these entertainers are awesome. And I could see, God, all the benefits of having somebody come to your youth program. So very exciting. Absolutely. Camp directors and camp, you know, activity coordinators and programmers, you've got a lot going on. And one thing that we also take pride in is the fact that we can make your job easier. So mm-hmm. if you just call us, you could have a couple of different artists. You've got your thing planned out. You don't have to, you don't have to do as much work. You don't have to spend hours on Google. 
finding all the entertainers, just call us. Well, I think also, because you talked about, just to kind of close it out, you talked about that there's, it's a 45 minute program, Mm -hmm. but depending on the program, a program director can take the information from that and go three, four, five more hours um, or days even. It depends on the entertainer, but you can just kind of sprawl out activities from there. Absolutely. 100%. That's yeah. a great point. So it's cool. That's cool. So it's just not 45 minutes. It can be a, a much it, bigger program. A 45 minute experience can lead to a lifetime of learning. That's for sure too. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I like that. That should be the tagline right there. Yeah. So yeah. awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks. Well, and again, I say that's academicentertainment.com mm-hmm. to go there, yeah. or you can call. It's 800-883-9883. Yes. Give them a call and get this set up. But otherwise, from around the campfire, this has been Kurt and Chris. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.